It's not the Zade. It's not the story. It's the Zade story. Yeah, no, that's good. But I want you to talk mostly. Just like, oh, hey. Hey. Sound checking the microphones. Sound checking the microphones to make sure their sound quality is on point so we don't mess up like we did last time. How did we mess up last time? It took forever. Well, yeah, it did take. That's because you and Jake were. Yeah, it's a little awkward because it's right in my face, but that's normal. Well, I mean, it, it's normal. Yeah, it should be kind of protruding in your lips a little bit. <laughs> the microphone. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. Uh, do you want to open these at the beginning? Because don't you kind of want to drink it while we talk about it? Not talk about it for yeah. three quarters of the way and then pop our beers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, let me get so many bites out here. No, there's no mosquitoes out here. Just bees. Yeah, you'll get a couple of bees. Are you ready? Three, two. Yeah, that was solid. Solid. Oh, I caught it too. It it spiked it. Nice. That might be a new. You don't need that sound effect anymore. (laughs) Well, maybe that's the new sound effect. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Unless you really did that at one point. Well, no, that is actually us. Oh, well then. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Matt, all of our sound effects are made here in studio Except for the ones I get from YouTube And on those occasions They are noted at the bottom of the actual episode page So we're You don't get copyrighted No copyright infringement Look at you, look at your head This is official, my no, brother No, I don't know you don't mess around Now Matt Kevin You said I'm excited to be on next week's episode Last week Thinking that we were going to be reviewing Dunkirk this week this is true. But in fact, you and I are going to see Dunkirk tomorrow with Jacob, Kenny P, and Josh. And Kelsey. And Kelsey. Now, or as Jacob said on the text, Kells. Kells. Not the Irish Not pub, the but the woman. Which we should go back to. It's smoke cigars downstairs. Kells. Yeah. It was a good time. I think, it, yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, so, Matt. You have the unfortunate task of being my roommate for the next unknown amount of weeks. We might even get one more episode in. Oh, but I'll be here for Dunkirk. If, might if one, we might get one after that. I'm okay with that. Right. I'm okay with that. So my wife is happy that you're here because she is like, I would be happy to talk on the podcast. But if <laughs> Matt is here, he would be much happier. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I uh, I enjoy it. It's kind of funny because it's not something I do. No, because like then you, here you are, two weeks in a row, and ghosts, then three weeks in a row. I might just start randomly spot just coming in randomly when you guys are doing it, and be like, maybe this is a three week trial. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like I've improved since my uh, your days debut, of the debut of the race. Were you there for that? I wasn't there. I missed it, but I did listen to it. It was garbage. So for the listenership, 
Uh, Matt one time called a race between Kenny P and his then fiance, or were they married? Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe you can do one of those shout outs and they can get back to you when they listen to it. Kenny P, Holly P. Let us know if you were married during the race or engaged. I'm going to say they were married. Mm. I I I want to say engaged because it was next to the pr- Newton's house. Oh, it was. So I think he might have lived there. You are correct. I think. Well, to be fair, I was the one that said maybe engaged. <laughs> Either way, we'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, actually, Matt, this is a perfect segue because instead of the normal order. We are going to do things in the reverse order because we have a very fun segment planned. We do? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, you have my phone. Should I put Rush back on while to kill the silence? Yeah, put put Rush on while we kill the silence. (laughs) This is good. Rush is so good. Why do you like Rush so much? Because I love you, man. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Especially during the, uh, when it's just music, every time I can just picture the part when they're in the, when they're in the garage. Keep going. This is so good. And this will help us get to that, your, uh, 30 minute mark. <laughs> okay, so, so. I'm going to do a slow drift out. Oh, that's good. That is good. Okay. So, Matt, we play a game here. And usually we do it at the end of the episode. But this week, we have a special, a special edition. Kenny P won screenshots uh, a couple weeks ago. And he left this voicemail. And for that reason, we are going to play What Did Google Think You Said? Okay. Are you ready? Ready. Hey, babe. Sorry it's Kenny. Just looking into the last episode on Stacy Driver, and I was so excited because I we can clear up this week's screenshots. I had to call you when I'm in the stuff. Check out that link as I speak. But I just could not wait, so I officially send you my prize and also officially, Stacy, my plans. Apparently, this is something that I can do as a PDF yet. So, I'm in Austin, Texas. I'm calling my shot right now the things I want to take part. Sunset in the dumpster if that is going to be a movie together for a beautiful day. So just keep in mind, at the very least, that's what it sounded, Road. Should I maybe too fast-paced? Growler edition, the knowledge associates, as the rest of Oklahoma keep up the good work, we Dolores. <laughs> so that's a voicemail in words that Kenny P sent you, but that's obviously not what he really said. No. Got it. Okay. It's, it's not. And so, we'll play the actual voicemail Got here. Hey, this story. It's Kenny P. Just listening to the last episode on Stage Driver. And I was so excited to hear that I was the winner of this week's screenshot that I had to call you immediately. 
I'm in the self-checkout at Winter as I speak, but I just could not wait. So I am officially sending my prize and also officially staking my friends. Apparently, this is something that I can do as a CBSR guest host and an often participating listener. I am calling my shot right now and saying that I want to take part in some fashion in reviewing Dunstan. If that is going to be a movie that is for review for today's story. So, gentlemen, keep that in mind. At the very least, that's suppose down the road that I'm maybe to participate in a Growler edition uh, of Christopher Nolan, being that he is my favorite director. Well, gentlemen, keep up the good work. Do the lawless. So yeah, it turns out that Kenny P was uh, so excited he won his version of screen, his his edition of screenshots that he called us from the Winco checkout line, which is why that uh, voicemail is so uh, salty. But wow. yes, we will be seeing Kenny during Dunkirk in some sort of capacity. So uh, <laughs> congratulations, Matt. You and I are both tired because our children are so ecstatic to be living with one another that they're up all night, which means we don't get to sleep very much. So we don't have to make this very long. Right. But I got to... I was I had a privilege. We're also recording on the porch, so that ambient noise you hear is a helicopter right now. Mm-hmm. There might be groups of women laughing in the background through our thin-paned windows. <laughs> Uh, as we recorded this on the porch as sort of a solace from the the bachelor men tell all bachelorette no the bachelor the bachelorette L- yeah, yep. men tell all uh, that is going on in the house tonight sure to be riveting do you remember when my wife and I did a bachelor podcast I remember you guys doing it did I listen no lie lie no. oh all the time thank you number you were, one, number I think one you were our number one number fan number one fan um, <laughs> so this weekend, we got back from camping. The ladies were gone playing bingo. So you and I had an opportunity to watch a movie at our house after the kids went to bed. It was a movie that you had never seen before. And a movie... Pieces of it. Not sat down the whole thing, though. And a movie that I, myself, have been calling a favorite for almost 15 years. The movie's Gladiator, and I think this would be a perfect time to uh, have your wife come out and introduce the movie. (laughs) Are you not entertained? (laughs) What we do in life echoes in eternity. A slave who became a gladiator. The gladiator defied an emperor. Only a famous death will do. Sometimes it makes the blade stick. You find yourself alone, riding in green fields with the sun on your face. Do not be troubled, for you are in Elysium, and you're already dead! Brothers, what we do in life echoes in eternity. I like 
My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, loyal servant to the true Emperor Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. The rundown. What I gathered is a uh, high-ranking official, general, in the uh, Roman army. Um, he was really good, you know, did everything. The uh, emperor was uh, dying. Essentially gave him the... Uh, option to take the throne, you can say. He uh, <clears throat> essentially said no, but he's like, oh, let me think about it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then... <laughs> That's a good Russell Crowe impersonation. <laughs> oh, no, let me think about it. <laughs> the uh, prince, or I don't know what his title was at the time. Yeah, the son. The son of the emperor kills the emperor, then takes said throne. And then uh, <laughs> kills Maximus's family, burns them, crucifies them, and burns them. Yeah. And then he essentially gets he gets found as a then get take prisoner. Then he has to fight all these battles, and then he eventually works <laughs> his way up to the the Colosseum. Colosseum. That's what the word I was looking for. And then uh, kills the emperor, and then he dies. And then the Senate takes over for Pete. Wow. Just spoiler alert for those who haven't seen Gladiator. 17 years old. (laughs) No, I was going to say, for those who haven't seen Gladiator, this is going to be riddled with spoilers. Because if you haven't seen Gladiator by now, shame on you. That was with dozing off twice. (laughs) So if I missed any details. That was pretty much it. Okay. Uh yeah, the ins and outs of the plot that kind of are more intricate than that are kind of the boring parts to talk about. So we can just skip those. I think you did a great job with... Today I saw a slave become more powerful than the Emperor of Rome. <laughs> All right. Strength and honor, strength and honor. Are you a man who once said death smiles at us all? All a man can do is smile back. Smile for me now. So, Matt, tell me your least favorite part of Gladiator. I want to get the least favorite parts over with. Um, least favorite. 
Um, man, why don't you go first? I and that way I can th- see what you say. So my least favorite parts of Gladiator. Now I have uh, again. I've called this movie my favorite movie for many years now. It's been a long time since I've seen it all the way through. Kind of like what you were saying. I've got a minute here or there on TV or whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I've sat down and watched it all the way through. But this is probably my seventh or eighth time watching it all the way through. And in doing so, my least favorite parts would be the kind of political parts where it's a lot of the Senate talking, uh, a lot of the brother-sister relationship is just, it's just kind of long. It's just kind of, it's really awkward and it's meant to be. So it's like successful there. Mm -hmm. But uh, after watching this movie kind of repeatedly, those parts seemed to not hold up as well. They seem a little bit boring. I kind of see myself wanting to go for more of the fighting. More of Russell, more Russell Crowe, less uh, sister, whatever her name is. I like Joaquin Phoenix in this movie. He's terrible. He's evil. He's disgusting. He's a great character. He's fun to watch on the screen. Yeah. The the sister and the senators, not as interesting to me. That's a good one. I don't really think... I mean, for being at two and a half whatever hours long, I mean, I was pretty much entertained the entire time. Yeah. So I don't really know if there's any huge, huge, like things I didn't like from it. Because you also got to take away that it's 17 years ago, so, like, you know, technology's not the same. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Like, so. I don't know. I, maybe that's... I just don't... I didn't really see much outside you, of, like, yeah. You were... You seemed concerned about the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know if he made it through the war. And you said that he did. Well, I mean, he makes it through the battle. We know that. I did bring him up a couple of times. A couple of times. Like, he was really close. And then he just kind of disappears. Yeah, I or wish, he was close to Maximus. Yeah, I wish we could have gotten closure. There's with been the dog. more more uh, character development there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so then Matt, would you like to go first with the uh, favorite parts of Gladiator, <clears throat> or, or do you want me to take that away again? Uh, I I can go. Oh, nice. Um, one is the fact that it was. Two and a half hours, and I feel like if the movie is that long, you gotta it's gotta be good to keep you going. The um, so yeah, I was for being two and a half hours, I was entertained or kept me interested. You said a couple of times I, after you kind of pointed out the music was really good. Um, kind of like how he Maximus resorts back to even these in, a prisoner. He kind of goes is the leader of the prisoners, mm. so he kind of goes back to that role of manning an army and keeping them all safe. He's like, if you follow my lead, we'll make it out alive. <laughs> or something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, try to think a couple now you can go. Those are, those are some good, those are, that's a, uh, those are some good favorite parts. Uh, for me, definitely the music is very much a piece of this picture. Um, I don't think the movie would be the same with a different score. It obviously would be different. I don't think it would be as good with a different score. Um, Hans Zimmer, he's he's my boy. Well, he's a man. Older than me, but he's my favorite composer. And uh, 
And for me, I've kind of always called this my favorite film. And I couldn't really defend it very well because it's been such a long time since I've seen it. But I think this movie is made extremely well. I think it's filmed extraordinarily. I love the early uh, kind of Terrence Malick visions of their kind of their their color alternated their or their the color is altered when they're like flashbacks of his yeah. of his ranch. There's a scene of his hand on the wheat that we kind of go to several times. Uh, just kind of details with the costuming. You mentioned the costumes right in the beginning of the movie. Um, this is a competently and really well-made film. I think Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix are amazing in both of them. I think that, or in both of their roles, I think uh, the action is really entertaining. Even even having seen it seven, eight times, I still love I feel like I'm on the edge of my seat during the battle scenes, even though I know exactly what's going to happen. I feel like that has something to do with uh, the filming. I would, um, <laughs> going back, like, talking about the action scene, I really did enjoy, because, like, you know, during movies they play mute background music um, for most of movies, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But to not have any music or anything going on and all you hear is the swords clinging together adds to, like, I just thought that was The good. tension, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. quiet on here. It's jing, jing. It's pre- that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's good. Again, with the idea of somewhat keeping this short, we are, we're going camping this weekend. So, uh, or actually, by the time you hear this, we've been camping. So I haven't had a lot of time to edit it. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we rate the film? No. No. Let's rate it then. Let's do it. Do you want to use our new beer sound effect, the one we used at the opening? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what that sound is. In fact, you helped create that sound today. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to rate Gladiator? Um, I'm going to go first so that you have no pressure. I don't want you to feel the pressure of like impressing me. I'm going to go six no, I, beers. Uh, I saw this movie as a high schooler. It moved me to tears as a high schooler, and it continues to keep my emotions wrapped up. It's a very involved film. It really encompasses the viewer. It takes you on. You feel for this guy, and you never you never pity him. You just empathize with him. And uh, the action is great. It's been great for 17 years. I know you talk about some of the effects, and you're right. Some of them does feel a little old, but... At this point, they feel almost stylized. Like, this movie, I think, could come out, and it would just be like, oh, that was an interesting decision to go with that type of effect. Um, The action, the acting, the direction, and the music all continue to make me happy to have called this one of my favorite films for the last, what, 15 years. So, I'm going to give it a six-beer rating. A six-delicious citrus IPA. Nice. Yeah, I figure if it's if it still touches your heartstrings on a every time you base it, watch it. I mean, it's signs of a pretty decent movie. And I'll be honest, part of it is this moving soundtrack. This movement right here. 
I played a little clip. I got it. It was beautiful, right? I, I loved it. <laughs> All right, Matt. <clears throat> break my heart or make me happy. <laughs> I will go with a solid... Probably solid five ciders. I like that. Um, I Yeah, like I said, I don't have anything negative to say about it. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, like I said before, it was kept me involved for two and a half hours, which I feel like is a lot to ask of a movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm glad I watched it. And, uh, yeah, I don't really have any depth, in-depth analysis except for it was a... Uh, not a waste of time. <laughs> Matt, let me... Uh, that's perfect. I'm, I'm happy with a solid five. Uh, let me ask you a question. And I was going to ask you this earlier so you would have time to think. But, okay. but you're going to ask me now so I don't have time to think? Now you don't have time to think because... Well, life and stuff. Okay. Is there a movie that you would call one of your favorite movies that you haven't seen in a long time but caught up with fairly recently... That made you either A, happy, you call it one of your favorites, or B, kind of let you down. A movie that I thought was one of my, one of my favorites, but then I rewatched it as like, oh, it's not it. Like, what yeah. do you. Okay, so this isn't a movie that ever quite topped my favorites, okay. but when Noah came out, from director Darren Aronofsky, I was like, oh, no, wait. Well, that, that's, that works. But Eastern Promises. Have you seen Eastern Promises with Viggo Mortensen? No. It's a David Cronenberg film. It's pretty twisted. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. When it came out, I was, like, all over it. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was brilliant. I loved it. Gave it five stars. When I, I watched it recently at work... And I was like, A, this movie's terrible. B, this movie sucks. Why, why are you watching movies at work? Uh, for we, we call it Movie Club. Because we recently, like within the last year, got forced to take hour-long lunches. Oh, uh, okay. And so it's like, what do you do with an hour? Right. So we watch movies because yeah, there's a TV and a Blu-ray player at work. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so so that's that's where I watched it recently. and uh, And yeah, it was not just not that good it was really bad so like is there an example of like that or the other option is there's a movie like gladiator for me where i've always called it one of my favorites and then when you and i watched it sunday it reinforced my love for it Uh, anything come to mind i don't think there's any movies that that were on my if if i was to make a top 10 or whatever that i'd rewatch and be like no actually a terrible movie but I feel like my top movies are kind of not ever going to move in that top spot. Like, mm. I, you know, I, my favorite movies are like, I always say like the Sandlot and Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Or one and two. Because um, I, I can literally can watch it and say every line from both those movies. How long has it been since you've seen Dumb and Dumber? And actually, a long, actually sat and watched the entire thing. Yeah. Oh, quite a while. Yeah. Um, we were actually going to, the original plan for my birthday, they were playing the Sandlot at Riverfront Park. Fun. But we did not do that. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, before we realized the, well, our original plan. 
our plan was that we'd not get back into town in yeah. time. But anyway, um, cut that part out. Okay. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I feel like if you can, like, Saving Private Ryan or, like, Green Mile. Oh, those are so good. So, I mean, I can watch those movies on DVD or even when they're on TV. I'll sit and, and watch them on four, for four hours. Um, so, I don't know. I think those movies are always going to be at least in my top ten. Those four. Those are good. Uh, I don't particularly love The Sandlot or Dumb and Dumber. Right. <laughs> but I hold no nostalgia with either of those. I didn't see them until I was a 23, 24-year-old. And it was like, eh, they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember the, uh, the the Mastiff. Yeah. One of the greatest cinematic shots of dog <laughs> of dog bollocks ever. Ever. I don't know if I've ever seen one no, as majestic. It's, it's pretty legit. <laughs> the Mastiff jumps over the camera, and the camera, for whatever reason, seems to raise and point straight up. Play <laughs> clip here. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, uh, it's it's magnificent. I and I'm not. I mean, yes, it's it's meant to be funny, but like it actually is a pretty good shot. Like it's iconic to me. Like that's what I remember being like. That is hilarious. That was a great moment. And you can't forget about Wendy Peppercorn either. I'm gonna be honest. I have no idea what you're talking about right there. Google it. Okay. Google her. She's a character from. The oh, movie. oh, okay, okay. I don't okay. know the actress's real name. But What's her name? Wendy Peppercorn. 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 Wendy. Oh, she's I a, just typed she, in Wendy P, and it came up. There you go. She's a she's a lifeguard on the sandlot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I do remember this. <laughs> I do remember her. There's a lot of Wendy Peppercorn costume ideas out here. Really? They're not always appropriate. <laughs> no, I couldn't imagine that they would be. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt, thank you for indulging me for this episode. It's going to be much easier to edit than the last one. Uh, Maybe we should edit it now. Okay. <laughs> since they just started. and Or yeah. we could go interrupt them three times <laughs> and curse. <laughs> And say random things that they think is funny. Should we say... (laughs) (laughs) If you put that that on... I'm going to cut that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I really wish you would. But you shouldn't, but you should at the same time. Um, so a couple of things of business we did have a screenshots game going on so the correlation from the from the post of screenshots this week was from tim and he mentions a couple of buddy detectives from the movie which was tintin the adventures of tintin directed by steven spielberg the actors uh nick frost and simon Pegg, who were featured heaven heaven heavily in the Cornetto trilogy that Jacob and I talked about from uh, two episodes ago, the Edgar Wright Growler episode, uh, were the same voice actors for Thompson and Thompson, the two mustached uh, directors, or 
the two mustached detectives in The Adventures of Tintin. Uh, so that was the correct correlation. We had one correct guess. He's not the winner this week because he already won recently. But, Tim, well done. I love that I'm always able to count on you. Uh, for anyone who uh, has Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, we we play this game every Tuesday. Uh, so, so you can look up hashtag screenshots on Tuesday morning and there will be a new picture, uh, including tomorrow. Looking forward to recording Dunkirk. In the meanwhile, do all the things. Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> it's so good. Just, Just play it in. Just bring it in. Matt, do you have anything else to say? I'm just going to let the music end this. I love it. I love it. <laughs> For the love of movies and beer. It's not the Zade. It's not the story. It's the Zade story. You want to open them together? <laughs> I like the beginning. <laughs> That's good. All right. Look, look, look. Are you recording right now? Yeah, yeah, of course. I always... <laughs> I try and record naturally. Okay, ready? Three, two... Hold on. One... Go. Well, oh, you already okay. opened it? I'm going to go three, two. So when you point it, give me the double, give me the gun. I can't give you the gun completely because okay. I have my finger, but I'll be I like this. Okay, okay ready? 